0: Blocking people is a form of self-care. I want you guys to block people who do not... Feed your soul They don't feed you fi- uh, Personally Insulate. They don't feed you mentally They don't feed you Physically Emotionally mm-hmm. Block those people Out your life On social media and Then also in real life too mm-hmm. We'll take mm-hmm. it off We'll take it off the page And go on real life too Come correct Or don't come at all This is the Hardzog Hustle Podcast Yes indeed Yes indeed And we're talking about The hustle strategy And mindset you need To win in the areas Of your finance Your purpose And your future You know what I'm saying If you have heart And you want to learn How to activate the Power of your hustle. Then this is the podcast for you, baby. For you, Congratulations. baby. Congratulations. And now, your hosts, Anthony and Janilka Hartzall. Janilka This is how it should be done. No, oh, we are jumping right into it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Hardzog Hustle podcast. My name is Anthony Hardzog and I'm joined here by my beautiful stunning wife, Mrs. Hardzog Hustle. Janoka. what's up?
1: Hello everyone. How's everyone doing out there? I don't know. Should we wait for them to respond to you? Yes. <laughs> it's a way to check in, do some self-care check in with yourself. Uh, usually we read the usually I read the review of the day or of the week. This time I'm just gonna ask you to leave a review. I'm gonna ask you to leave a written review. I know we've been asking to just leave a review. On the Apple platform specifically, because we can't really see the other ones. Other ones don't allow reviews, I don't think. I think, I don't know. I never really looked. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever you can, leave us a written review. We can see how many people are downloading, so that's a good thing. But we would like you to leave us a written review. Thank you to those that have done it already. And uh, comment, share, subscribe if you're on YouTube, if you're watching. And thanks for tuning in. Yeah, man, we appreciate you
0: guys being here. The purpose of this podcast is to help non-fibers create more income, impact, and influence outside of their jobs. That's all we talk about on here. Um, our goal is to help you create more options, help you think about more options, and help you figure out, you know, what do you want to do outside your job? Because one day your employer may say it's a wrap. And once it's a wrap, I ain't it's a wrap. Say it's
1: a wrap, but they might say it's a wrap. <laughs> Depending on who
0: you got employed to you, who you employed to you, you, might say it's a wrap. So our goal is to just get you to just think about. Things outside of what's happening in your day to day. Because yeah. that's how we got started. We just started thinking about things that were happening outside our day to day. And uh, we're going to start by just, um, we just not celebrated, but we just remembered 9 11.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, I, we always think about these stories about 9 11. And every year there's always a new story that surfaces or, you know, another hero that was shown. And I don't think, I knew 9 11 was big when it happened. We were in New York. We and we'll, there, we'll talk about we were, that for a little but we were, bit too. But we were experience
1: kids. like I was. What grade were you in? I think I was in eleventh grade. Tenth grade. I was in high school. You was in tenth because then I was in eighth grade.
0: So, so I was in high I was in tenth grade, and I saw the buildings. We were my school was right across the street from the the Brooklyn Bridge, so the Twin Towers in New York City, the the, the towers were right across the bridge on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I was on the other side the of city. the water in in Manhattan, and I saw the I saw the towers when they when they got hit. I saw the I saw the smoke. Right. And you felt it, because I was right there across from the bridge, across the bridge, and I felt it, and it felt like an earthquake.
1: Yes. Oh, I don't know if it felt like an earthquake. So where <laughs> I was in my junior high school was further in, if you, know, if you know Brooklyn, I was like near King's Plaza, which is, I don't know how many miles, probably just 12 miles, but it was just a deep further in from where I was, but you can still see the smoke of what was happening. But as an eighth grader, I really didn't have an understanding, I don't think, until two things happened. One, everybody was getting picked up from school. Yeah. And I knew my mother wasn't coming because she's a teacher. So I wasn't going to get picked up. She had to do her own stuff. And then when I got home and watched the news. Yeah. That was like a clear as day thing for me.
0: Yeah. When I was leaving my school, I saw, I don't think I understood until I saw people on the bus. And the bus covered that I took. Covered in dust. I'm they, yeah. That. They were covered in dust. So yeah. they were literally white on the bus. The bus was like smoked out. You know, mm-hmm. you it's a bunch of people in all white, not in all white, but they were covered in dust. Yeah. And I didn't realize that they were, a lot of them weren't even in the building who was covered in dust. They just happened to be in an the area, they just happened to work in Manhattan. Well, yeah. And the whole island of Manhattan was just covered in dust. So you didn't have to be inside one of the towers to, to you know, mm-hmm. to experience, you know, the impact. So um, growing up in New York, it was just, it was just different around that time.
1: And life has changed. Our lives as, what are we called?
0: We're older millennials, okay. I would say.
1: Our lives as older millennials or even people under us is completely different. Our lives changed that day. Yeah. Just in regards to traveling, in regards to war, in regards to how we look at things differently. I think we were talking about there was a thread on Twitter when somebody was like, I was one when 9-11 happened. Can you tell me how life has changed? Mm-hmm. And people were just saying so many things that we used to be able to do. And it's like mind boggling at this point. But yeah, our lives changed completely after that day.
0: Yeah, and no. it was like some of the examples was TSA. I didn't realize that TSA got created after 9-11.
1: Yeah, I remember, yeah, your mother used to be able to walk you to the gate.
0: They were talking no. about smoking on the planes. They were talking about <laughs> you would have to take shoes off in the airports. And, and on It was a lot of things that changed. And mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine social media. And even social media now is starting to change, due, not due to 9-11, but just due to what happens around the world. So after the Afghanistan war... They they were showing they they really stopped they started controlling the media narrative mm-hmm. around what we were seeing on the news. It was about war. It was about war. It was then it became about money and oil. It, they said it was about war, saving lives and stuff like that. But then you realize oh it's about money and oil. And I'm not going to the politics of that. But you realize that the media narrative was controlled to to show us exactly what people wanted us to see. Yeah. So you did wasn't seeing bodies, and then you see the 9/11 memorial and all the uh, people who died in Afghanistan and, and Iraq and all the wars. And you know a lot of people died, but they stopped showing, you know, what was happening. Yeah. And the news stopped talking about the war. And just like even with, with like, the COVID, you know, when COVID first hit, you saw people dying. you saw the numbers, then after a while, they stopped talking about it.
1: The numbers just weren't there. The numbers just
0: weren't so there you kinda anymore. you kind of
1: felt like, oh, is it really still happening? Where are we? Is the pandemic over? Which is not. We're still in it. Supposedly.
0: So a lot of things <laughs> had changed since then. And we're just talking about media and, and even social media. More recently, one topic we wanted to get into was just... The dangers
1: of of social media and just the social media and digital age. Yeah, so that is, which brings us to, it. that's our topic for today, social media age, which we've done an episode before, episode six, actually, on social media etiquette. Shout out to
0: so you know in the numbers. That's
1: in my research. Shout out to <laughs> so you know in the numbers. That's amazing. <laughs> you should be like, just look back. You definitely be like, <laughs> I look put back. put it in the show notes, which we still will. But... um, yeah, that episode was about social media etiquette, meaning, like, just the way people approach us, assumptions, things like that. And this is more focused on, I think, the pros and the cons and the dangers and things that we've seen with being in this social media age, with us YouTubing, with all those things. Where you coming? You're good. Okay. Uh, I needed it, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. With all those things, one of them being recently a, well, before that, recently a rapper, PNB, passed away. Um, condolences to him and his family due, due to, I say it like this, because people assume it was his baby mother tagging their location cause 20 minutes later, people came in to rob him and unfortunately then killed him. Now there could be multiple people involved. People worked there. Other people that saw him, who knows? I want to, but the assumption is,
0: yeah, I want to even stop you there. He wasn't killed due to that. He was killed because people decided to kill him.
1: Due to him being robbed is what I said.
0: Yeah, but you said due to the location. Now, people people decide to kill him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I thought I said due to the robbery, not due to the location. (laughs) But just bringing up the point, this is what started the conversation, at least, on social media. People were blaming her or whatever. But the thing about location and tagging your location when you're there, rapper, influencer, whatever, whoever you are... And I think we had that discussion maybe a year and a half, two years ago, mm-hmm. when I was like, I mean, say what you want. I got it from the Kardashians, but uh, when I was like, we need to stop tagging our location when we are there. We can tag it, just not when we're in that in that place, just for safety reasons. No. <laughs> reason. um, just for safety reasons, because you just never know people's intentions, right? Mm-hmm. Most of the people you interact with, maybe on social media or in general. It's probably a positive experience, but everybody is not happy for you. Everybody does not like you, so that is something that we are mindful to do, even when it comes to hotels. When people are like, "Oh, what hotel are you at?" I ain't tell you till I leave. What Airbnb are you staying at? I ain't tell you till I leave. All those things, and I would encourage other people to do the same. But I know, like in the moment, you just like, "Oh, this is where I'm at, partying, having a good time," and you usually do post it. So,
0: yeah, I think that. Well, number one we got to get out of this mindset of, of this this culture of like we lose people too soon like we lost pop smoke that way too yeah we lost a few people pop smoke we lost we lost Nipsey hustle and and pnb and I didn't know that he was even that young he was only 30 years old who PNB. b
1: oh I don't I don't really know much about him
0: yeah I didn't know that he was only i, I mean I knew his music but i didn't I didn't know he was that young mm-hmm. but social media and just media in general I think it it, there's a lot of pros and cons, it. So we're not going to be here just doubting, you know, doubting, because we're on social media. This is social, this media. Is social media. We're talking about us you, you guys are yeah. in, literally in our house right now. We talk yeah. about this all the time, so we're not yeah. going to sit here and act like, you know, we're we're perfect when it comes to social media, but we just are mindful of a lot of things as we especially continue. having a child now. Especially having a child. So mm-hmm. we're just mindful around uh, of things that we see and things we want to avoid and, and just things we're learning as we go in this space, too. So we know that. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. No, I was going to say so. We're going to just talk about some of the the cons of social media, so
1: or pros. Where you want to start? I got one pro. I only one. Pro. You want to start with? <laughs> um, but so talking about cons and pros is like social media can be the thief of joy, right? So because social media exposes us to so much which which can be a good thing, right? We're we're learning new things, but because it exposes us to so much, we compare ourselves so much as well. Yeah. So we're saying Why don't I have this body? Why don't I got this clothes? Why don't I got this pocketbook? Why don't I got this business? Whatever the case may be, we're constantly comparing ourselves to others. Even if we're at different places. I mean, we say this all the time with our students. Like, they just see us post or other students post and they're like, oh, why am I not there yet? Like, why am I not making that yet? And it's like, you are on your own journey. You're on your own track. So that's one thing with social media. And then the other side of it, like I said, the positive of being exposed to these other things. Like, Mm -hmm. I may not have never known what... I don't know, something that's small-minded. a double negative. What? Not never. I may not have never known. Yeah, yeah. I, I may have not have known. I may not have known um, what other people do in other cultures. Now I see it on social media, and now I want to go visit. Or I never knew that I can start a cleaning business remotely, and now I'm interested in it. So there is a positive in seeing other things and being exposed to other things, Definitely. but just being mindful not to always compare yourself, I yeah. would
0: say. We had... Going back to that story, we recently had someone post in one of our one of our th- communities or something like that, and they said, I have they said I I just just I finally hit my ten K month. What was it? Yeah. It was something like that.
1: Oh, I I finally got my return on investment. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like the
0: second month or something like that. So I think it so the other con is that you feel like things have to be rushed.
1: Yes, yes. So yes, so yes.
0: social media creates a see it urgency? now it creates everything is urgent see it now do it now want it now mm-hmm. so that is another thing that we have to be mindful of is that when you see something you like you said the body like the whole you keep talking about, we talk about the bodies and the workouts and things like that but you see something now you want it now before you even put in the work to get it you're like well they did it you don't know what the whole storyline was behind that mm-hmm. but now you assume that you just see us pop up as millionaires oh they did it why can't i do it but mm-hmm. they don't know that We've been in this journey for, you know, five, six, seven years okay. getting to where we are today. You just may see us or hear of us, but you assume that, oh well,
1: they did it so fast, why can't I do it? It's like the the phrase, um, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym. Like yeah. you were with me when I started my page and I was at two K. You come at thirty K, you just assume based on numbers that whatever, you make your own assumption, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I that's true. People just just make assumptions on social media as well. Yeah. Which I was going to say something in regards to assumptions. Oh, oh no, Forget it. I'll get back to it because I rephrased it wrong. <laughs> so um, another thing is it removes
0: you being present in the moment, too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of like we were just uh, where were we just at? We were just in Mexico mm-hmm. and we were just like creating content that whole time. And I think the boat experience we were we were on a on a yacht and mm-hmm. we were just having a good time. And I wasn't on my phone like I normally would be. I don't know why. I just wasn't on my you gotta phone. Ask
1: yourself that, bro. I wasn't on my phone as I normally would be.
0: <laughs> I would be thinking about content. I'm, did we even create content on the boat? Not really. Not really. So normally yeah, I'm yeah. in my mindset of us creating content, but for some reason I just wasn't, and I was able to experience the ocean. I was able to experience the the vibes. I was able to experience the people yeah. that were there. So sometimes you're being, sometimes being on social media can remove you from actually being where you are. Yeah. Because you're thinking about you're thinking about everything else that's happening. I was listening to another podcast, and they were like. They were uh, they were in Paris and the guy was like, Yeah, we were at the Eiffel Tower. My wife remembered this so vividly, and he's like, I can't remember anything about it. Mm-hmm. He's like, Because I was too busy trying to take pictures and do videos and and post it on Instagram. And he's like, I couldn't tell you what it felt like, what it looked like. I can only tell you what my sh- phone showed me. Mm-hmm. So we're living through a lens, we're living our life through a lens of a phone, essentially, yeah. Sometimes.
1: Which is difficult because it's our job, right? So <laughs> Knowing when to cut it off is another thing as well. And just having that balance, having those boundaries. If it's your job, you know, as an entrepreneur, you need to post content. Just I think a good way to go about it is like setting a time and then being done with it. Like, all right, as soon as we get on this boat, let's take these pictures and do what we got to do. And then we're done. And then another way that I think we've discussed is. You know, taking the videos, but I don't. Have to, you don't have to post it in real time because that consumes it as well. That consumes the time as well. You having to post it, you want to put um, filters on it, you want to put captions, you want to put words. That's all time consuming while you're in the moment. Yeah. So take your videos, do what you gotta do, and then put it down. That's another way that social media social media consumes us on a regular basis. But if you not work for social media, but if you constantly have to put content out, it's even more of a consumption, I feel. Yeah. Because you just, like you said, you're always thinking about that content content. I'd be like, I don't, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like talking about content right now. And I
0: remember when we was out there, it was like, all right, I needed you to do something. I was like, all right, I need you to stand here and make this video for me. Yeah. You were annoyed. And I was like, all right, we need to do it because it has to get done as part of the business. But right. that's, that's another thing, like pre-planning it out so you don't have to be in that moment of But creating it and also posting at the same time, too. Right.
1: And we spoke about this at the beginning with the sharing of the location and stuff like that. But just other things as well, like being mindful of your car, being mindful of your house, being mindful of all those things. If you're walking down your block, you may get a street sign in your video. You just don't realize it. But because we... Are in this space. I think we're more hyper vigilant about it. You may say, "Ain't nobody checking for me." Listen, you just never know. Is how, is how I think about it. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like if I'm not an influencer, I don't need to think about those things. I think you should think about it all the time.
0: Yeah, I especially I, if you post. Yeah, you're you're pretty you're much better about that than me. Yeah, but we were recording an ad, and we were we had the phone in our face, and we realized, all right, well, the street signs were behind us, or the house numbers were behind us. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, if somebody wants to find you, they can. Yeah, that's
1: true. But I ain't gonna make it easy for you. Yeah, I'm gonna try (laughs) to.
0: There was this one video. Oh my god, they said this person. Uh, you know what's it called? Time lapse. Mm -hmm. They were doing it down. No, yeah. So they were doing a, a fast time lapse video of them like on their way to work. It was okay. like a cat video or something, and this guy said I found out exactly where they live. Oh yeah, based on the route, based on the oh, route. I, think I saw it on Twitter. Based on the day, based on the route, based on the bus,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I said that was oh my god. If, if I could, scare I'm you. not gonna find that video. I don't want you guys looking at. It. But
1: uh-huh. that just I mean, creates
0: a that just lets you know people really want to find you. They can no matter what you do. Yeah, but that it was a super fast video. All they said was I reversed the video, I slowed it down, and I had the video going backwards.
1: And, yeah. and it was like, you got time to do all that? Yes. But no, it was really, it was, it was really, want it was
0: really for, they want, they did that for a specific Information reason. Information. Yeah. yeah. To
1: let people know. Let people yeah. know. Like no
0: matter how, and they, they got it from the bus route. They got it from the, the, the time of the day, the bus they's like the bus doesn't stop here on this day. They got the city, the state, everything.
1: I remember that one though. That and was a pretty recent.
0: So that just goes back to just, you know, trying to be mindful of what, what happens.
1: Also in this social media age. Whatever is posted is truth. Get what I'm saying?
0: What do you mean by that?
1: I could say on social media that you're gay and it's the truth.
0: Well, you'd be my wife. You would probably know.
1: But I'm just saying I could be lying.
0: (laughs) I mean, would you?
1: No, but you never know. My point is whatever you say on social media, people take as Bible. Yeah. And so lies spread faster.
0: (laughs) And the truth doesn't spread at all. No,
1: the truth doesn't spread at all (laughs) because the the truth doesn't sound good. There was a phrase that Charlemagne used to say. About the truth and the, um, I don't remember what it is, but it's something he used to say about, like, the, the truth ain't as fun or something like that, basically, that les, les, lies spread faster on social media. So that is something to be mindful of. And I, pe- I feel like people make their assumptions regardless. Most of the times we see lies and truths maybe with, like. False news. With, fake, um, fake news. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> see that mostly with, like, celebrities and influencers. I don't. But it can happen to an average Joe as well. Someone can come and say a lie about us. Somebody reads it and they're like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And so that happens in regards to social media. And being mindful of that, that it's not always the truth. This is plain and simple. It's not always the truth. I mean, there may be some things, obviously, but everything you read doesn't mean that it's true.
0: Yeah, that's how TMZ essentially got their start when they yeah. when they said that Michael Jackson had passed. We was like, "Well, who are you? You're fake." Yeah, and they exactly. Was, they was literally just a fake news outlet at that point, and then they was they came the
1: real because they were right.
0: They had the news before <laughs> CNBC, MSNBC, everyone. Mm-hmm. So when they posted that he died, we were like, "Oh no way!" And then all these other outlets posted it after, and then we said, "Oh wow, that's actually oh wait. Shout outs to them for being the first to post it. Yeah, but the first to post doesn't awesome doesn't necessarily mean the most accurate either. That's true too because people be dying. Yeah, because our Usually, as social media, your goal is to get the information out as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you forget that you got to actually have an accurate
1: source. Forget to be a journalist? <laughs>
0: forget to be a journalist. We're, I don't say we're journalists, but...
1: No, no, no. I ain't breaking news anywhere. No. <laughs>
0: but- so that's another thing is that social media, their goal is to get the information out first so that it's the most groundbreaking. It could get the mm-hmm. most shares, the most reposts. But then it may not have the most accuracies in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you see a lot of people that get killed on social media. It's like, wait, I'm still off. Mm -hmm. think about a celebrity that you know who got killed on social media multiple times Betty White has died multiple times before 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 she she died died. she's like wait I'm still posting like don't kill me off yet me I'm here she's like I'm still here so don't kill me off yet no it's true so the lies spread faster than the truth always and more than likely the truth won't ever come out because it doesn't spread so exactly you won't be able to correct it after that
1: Uh, let me see what else did we see with this social media age it is causing a lot of like Medical conditions and you're like, what? what's up with medical condition? Maybe you faced this before, like anxiety, stress, depression. I think mostly with trying to keep up with people and also comparing yourself to others, mm-hmm. it can become very overwhelming or just if you're. But I think that goes back to maybe who you're following and things like that, but not all the time. Sometimes it just feels like it's too much. or you just like I know some friends that say they take a break from it because they, they notice themselves comparing themselves to others too much. And they're like, I don't want to feel this. This is not a good feeling. It's not something that I've ever felt before. I don't want to do this. So I'm gonna take a break and come back. So things that we've seen, anxiety, stress, depression, loneliness, envy, low self-esteem, when people are trying to share positive, it can impact someone differently. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we low could, quality sleep.
0: I experience that all the time. Yeah. I try not to I try not to be on my phone right before bed. So like if I'm in the bedroom, I'll try not to scroll on social media. I'll try not to check my email. Cause I don't want to be triggered by something that may keep me up. I may see a comment that I don't like, and I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. I want to go respond. Excuse me. I want to go respond to it. I want to go, oh, block them. I want to do this." So that's one thing I'm trying to do better is not being on social media right before I go to bed. So I'm not. It's not the last thing I'm consuming before I go to sleep.
1: Well, I think you bring up a good point in regards to responding because people act as if people on social media aren't humans. If you know. No. Um, You know, some people say they're just, you know, they're just fingers behind a keyboard, which is essentially true. Um, But people are still human. So things that you say can impact people in different ways. And I don't know if you guys didn't learn the phrase. If you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. I would never understand why people just, you know, follow people to say negative things. Or if you disagree, you can disagree, but it doesn't have to be nasty. And then when somebody responds, it becomes a bigger thing. So... I think that's another part of it as well like finding that balance of don't ever respond right because you got to be a perfect human but on the flip side of it is how about you just don't write anything <laughs> how about you just don't say anything negative how about you just don't say those things but but sometimes with billions of people in the world
0: sometimes you it. get you get tired of being bullied too online I know so I know bullying doesn't have to be necessarily like you're specifically picking on someone lesser than you or smaller than you. No, it could just be you just
1: constantly constantly
0: just poking at someone. Yeah, I saw a big account recently and say, yo, I got time today. And they had time and they literally was like, you posted this two years ago asking for GoFundMe because you ain't have the money. Two years ago, I was building my brand, building up my businesses, and now I'm a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you definitely had time today. Because mm-hmm. they said some, sometimes you get tired of, of just being poked at. Yeah. So I, I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I just try to do, if I can ignore it, I'll try, I'll block. And block, also, blocking is just good. Blocking people is a form of self care. Yeah, I want you guys to block people who do not feed your soul they don't feed you fi- uh, personally Insol- they don't feed you mentally they don't feed you physically emotionally mm-hmm. block mm-hmm. those people out your life on social media and then also in real life too we'll take <laughs> it off we'll take it off the page and go on real life too yeah. so blocking people is a form of self care
1: yeah i agree just just go ahead and block them it doesn't even also, so another thing with the social media age is that people give unsolicited advice about every day. Yep. <laughs> and yes, I'm sharing it, but I really didn't ask you. Right. <laughs> Unless there's a question in the caption that says, what do you guys think?
0: <laughs> or the call to action. Go ahead,
1: a call to action. Leave your comment below or whatever the case may be. The unsolicited advice is kind of, I don't think it's so overwhelming for, with us, but. I see it a lot with um, influencers that I follow that made sheer stuff and when it comes to babies or I've seen it. Remember when I had a, uh, me and Alani had a, a reel that went viral. It hit almost 2 million views and people were in the comment when I was drinking a cup of champagne. Hope you ain't breastfeeding. Make sure you do this. Make mm-hmm. sure you do that. And it's like, Ma'am, you don't know. This is a, it was a four second reel. <laughs> this is a four second video. You have no idea. I see a lot of times with mothers when they post things about their kids and stuff like that, that people just give unsolicited advice and it's just unnecessary.
0: But you putting yourself out there, aren't you opening yourself up to that advice?
1: Yeah, that don't mean I still want it.
0: No, you can't. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want. You do want. know what I want because I didn't ask the question. You do know I, what I want. I don't know what you want. Maybe maybe you didn't know that you shouldn't drink and breastfeed a baby. Oh, yeah. So I'm making sure that you are aware that you shouldn't breastfeed a Thank baby you. while drinking. Thank you. <laughs> we don't care. <laughs> so that's the thing. Oh, that's, I don't know if you wanted the advice or not, so I'm going to give it to you anyway. That's, right, maybe that's right. I, don't, I don't know how people think, but that is right. so, so you posting that video. Let's say that video got in the wrong hands. And now I'm not, you know, I don't want to speak on it. But let's say that video got to an agency where they said, oh, she's breastfeeding and she's drinking. She doesn't, she doesn't seem like a fit mother.
1: Well, if anybody knew about breastfeeding, you're actually supposed to drink while you're breastfeeding so it doesn't get into the milk right away. I don't. I'm just letting you know. So there you, exactly, you don't know.
0: But I'm saying, <laughs> let's say if that video got in the wrong hands. Now people are questioning your motherhood. And let's say, oh, now you get people at your door mm-hmm. checking up on Alani, making sure she's good. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I don't think she could get any better than what she is now, but I'm just saying (laughs) like you us or just people in general posting videos. You never you just never know where it's going to go. That's another thing to think about, too. When you are on, you when you go on, You never know where your video is going to go. You never know what mm-hmm. you say online is going to come back to haunt you. You see a lot of people online talking about how they got fired from their jobs because they posted something wrong or they posted, they posted things that didn't fit the narrative that they were trying to betray. So now you got them getting fired from their jobs, getting moved from their careers, getting kicked out of housing. You never know where your video is going to go or what you so say definitely. online is going to go. And it can never be deleted. I don't care if you deleted it. I don't care if you archived it. I don't care if you backspaced it. If someone sees it, it is now online somewhere
1: and then jobs are now don't i think a lot of jobs or some jobs now have that you they're like signing putting it into their contract like how you represent yourself on social media and stuff like that yeah they've
0: always been it wasn't even just about social media like how you represent, represent yourself, yourself as in a, general in general
1: yeah so if you get like arrested for something then they can come back and yeah say,
0: if they yeah. If you get arrested while you're wearing your company's logo on your shirt mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's now uh now it's now it's part of their company company's brand there's some company employee got arrested in a bar fight. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I got, I'm a regular person. I just had to be drinking and got arrested yeah. in a bar fight. Wearing my company shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing my company shirt. So you just got to be mindful of just everything, especially when you are talking or posting online. I see now a lot of uh, people that I started, like, Twitter accounts with, they're deleting their accounts because the starting of- Starting over? Yeah, they're starting what over. they had
1: back in the day. Listen, in college, it was a wild time. Twitter was a wild place.
0: So- I'm seeing a lot of people like delete their accounts starting over more professional accounts. So yeah, when you're younger, I get it. Like I know Kevin Hart has something that came back and got him removed from the Oscars. Yeah. Because or Nike,
1: I think, and, and
0: a few other people, but he was like, I was, I'm not that person anymore. You're talking about something from eight, 10 years ago and you're bringing it back. Social and media doesn't allow you to grow. He's like, I'm not apologizing mm-hmm. for something. I said he did apology. He, he said, let me, he, <laughs> he did something very particular. He went on a non apology tour.
1: As a comedy thing?
0: No, he just, like, I'm just not gonna apologize. He wanna show someone how he's not apologizing. It's like, oh, okay. you're apologizing essentially. No. But you're okay. saying, and I didn't not
1: a- say sorry, I didn't apologize.
0: But you're going on a tour trying to clean it up, essentially.
1: Oh, oh, that's what you're
0: saying. Yeah, you're, an- okay. you're doing a non apologizing tour. I
1: thought that was like the name of his comedy skits.
0: No, no, no. Oh, okay, but
1: <laughs> once it's out there, it's out there. Um, this is a funny one. Everyone makes six figures on social media. <laughs> so you have to be, I think that. You have to be mindful because there's a lot of scammers, scammers everywhere, right? And social media kind of highlights that even more. So if you're interested in anything, I don't know, whatever you listen to, consume, whatever you buy, I think being mindful of people is important as well. It's not always, I don't know how people just know people are scammers right away. It's not so easy. Mm-hmm. But you hear those stories of people like, oh, yeah, I gave 12000 and I never heard back. Or I've been trying for a year now, so now I'm coming to social media to put this person on blast. Like You see those type of sc- stories. So being mindful of scammers. Because scammers are, exist, obviously. So, of course, they exist on social media. So being mindful of that, I think, is important. But I don't know how you weed them out. How do you weed out scammers?
0: I would say, does the person that you're you're following have some sort of track record of influence on in what they're talking about, what they're doing? Mm-hmm. So I say this all the time because if you are new here and you just, the first time you see us is today. Mm-hmm. If you Google our names, you know our names, right? Anthony mm-hmm. and Janoka Hardzog. You could Google us and see where we started before. Before <laughs> you, we saw us on this podcast, before you saw us on Instagram, before you saw us on Good Morning America, you can see our track record as to articles we've been in. Things we've done, things we've been introduced to, people who vouch for us. So there are ways to find out what about a person somebody. was doing before you started following them, and I think that's a good representation of who they are and what they've done if you could find out who they were before you found them that day.
1: But I was going to say a lot of people, a lot of people don't have that. So a lot of people may not have articles about them or stuff like that. So how does someone still know? Because I like Google you, can't find no information about you. It doesn't. But mean what were you legit. doing
0: before I found you? What were you doing before I found you? That? I was
1: working on nine to five.
0: Yeah, but there has to be some sort of track record. You can't just hop online and say, like, all right, so I'll give you an example. We have dozens of people who are now, like, putting out courses about cleaning businesses, right? They've had some success either from our course or while we're here. Did you know we started at six or seven? We we're doing a commercial break.
1: Yeah, Look at the camera.
0: Ahead. If you're interested in starting a six or seven cleaning business, six seven or figure. seven figure cleaning business without cleaning houses, check out cleaningbusinessuniversity.com. We'll give you an A to Z comprehensive guide on how we did it and how you could do it too. So if you are one of those students who've taken our course and you've done extremely well, you decide, hey, I'm gonna put my own course out. Mm-hmm. And somebody finds you, my question is, did you just have success recently? Or were you did you have some sort of track record before this? But yes. that's how you think. So that's great that you did. Let's say you you let's say you started something and you did really well in it in one year. That's great. Yes, I want to know how you've done that, but have you sustained that growth? What were you doing before I found you? Were you just working at Walmart and you took a course and now you have your own course? So that's my mindset. When I find people on social media, I want to know
1: their backstory.
0: What's your backstory? Did you just start trading stocks? Did you just start doing vending machines? Did you just start doing trucking? Did you just start this? What was your backstory? Who were you as a person before you got to where you are now?
1: But I don't think everybody researches research that or looks into that because they want things quick, fast. They're like, "Oh, you got it in a new year? Oh, I, got it. I want it in a new year too." So some people just don't even care about doing that research, doing that diligence to find out more about a person. And then they get scammed and be like. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: that, yeah. That's that's the, that's the thing. But let's say you found us like today, right? You found yeah. us. You found us on the podcast. You heard us talk about cleaning business university. Check it out. Link will be in the show notes. You're like, oh, this sounds interesting. Oh, they've been doing this for five years. Mm-hmm. That's that's a track record. Then we t- and oh oh. If I scroll back on their page, I see they started this page in 2017. Oh, I can see them every day on this podcast. Mm -hmm. They're not just coming on YouTube. and then it's coming on Instagram and just posting, hey, I've done this in my cleaning business. No, you see us every day on this podcast. You see us posting clips. You see our story. You see our baby. You see the transition. You see us become millionaires. You see us before we came in. You see us talking about paying off debt. You see us on the Dave Ramsey show. You see us on a ton of different things before we got to where we are today. I think that's very important. We're trying to figure out who are you going to follow or bring into your personal space. I feel like social media is such a personal space. Like if i want to follow you, I'm going to bring you to my personal space. I got to argue with somebody about that online too.
1: But people look at it, I don't think everybody looks at it that way. Well, obviously not. Everybody's going to have different opinions. But I don't think most people look at it that way. Like, I know sometimes we speak about you follow people that you feel like you can learn from and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't need to learn from this person I'm following. Them. I just like the way they show their clothes. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? So it's, it's something that I like, but I may not be learning from them. So I think people look at it differently when they're following other people. I hear you with vetting people out. You know, I ain't buying them for nobody unless I know, like I need to know their mother. I need to see who. I need to see details. But you had your mother on the podcast. Like no I know I'm just saying not everybody an is like I'm that I just, I'm just giving, I I hear you out and I hear what you're saying but I think most people especially in this fast paced world that we live in and this quick fast things that people want they invent that now and this is, I'll That's give you another true. example they somebody somebody
0: hit me up and was like yo you don't follow me on twitter and I got your I got your course, and I'm like, oh, that's dope. I appreciate you. Let me know what you how far you got in the course. And they came back, say, oh, I did really well. Blah blah. blah. I was like, okay, I got a um testimonial. Let me you know, write. You know, let me know what you guys say. Nah, you don't follow me on Twitter, and I find fo- I find that disrespectful. And I said, okay, hmm. I said okay. <laughs> I, I didn't follow them on Twitter, and then they came back and says, and it like, ain't that deep. I was like, it's not that deep to me. I don't see you providing value to what I'm looking for. I don't see you providing value for what I'm trying to learn. What I'm trying to grow with. I see you just posting other people's stuff, which is fantastic. But if I, I take social media very seriously. If I'm bringing you into my world and I'm watching you post and I'm watching what you do and how you interact with people, I take that very seriously. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to follow you because you follow me, and and that's totally fine if you want to do that. But I am a an intentional person when it comes to social media. Yeah, if I'm following you, it's for a reason. I want to learn something from you, either I want to grow with you, I want to network with you, or your lifestyle is something I like: family, Enjoy. fitness, business. Family, faith, fitness, finances, business—like we talk about that stuff. All right, I'm probably going to follow you. You enjoy, it, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm about, so I'm going to follow people who are about that. Now, if you come twerking and I'm showing your ass, <laughs> and, and I'm like, "All right, I'm probably not going to follow you. I'm probably going to unfollow you, friend, you or, not. That,
1: like, who friend or not." are you saying there? Like,
0: who's this on the timeline? <laughs> I am very intentional about who I allow in my space. So if I see something I don't recognize, I can e- easily point it out, and I'll yeah. show you every single time who's this person. Because we oh, share a family, family page. You we <laughs> share a family page. And y'all be like, oh, who is this person? Like, I don't know I'm like, Oh, I probably hit follow accidentally. Or Instagram will follow people, like ghost followers, too. So yeah. that's something I'm very intentional about so that I could protect my peace, going back to protecting your own personal space.
1: Right. One other thing. No, oh, that was i I'm trying to. <laughs> that was a, a good. A, take a drink, take a break. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, no. Based on your rant that you just went off of. But another thing with social media is kids. Right, um, in the day and age that we live in, when we grew up, cell phones just got started. So, when did cell phones come into our life? You had
0: the the first cell phone ever (laughs) the sprint joint
1: with the ringtones,
0: the The color sprint Uh, with the ringtones. uh, Yeah, the free nights.
1: Yes, sprint was that man, was was that guy. It was that everybody had nights after nine, you had nights at seven, yeah, and then they sprint said, All right, we're
0: gonna go to six, and then they
1: went to six. You're right, they did, (laughs) but um. Cell phones didn't come into our life until like I was in high school, so we're a little older now. Six years old have iPhones, right? So that is a scary thing. Just with us having a daughter, of course, and this social media age and the age of Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all of the stuff. Who I mean, knows what will be out by then? Who knows what will be out by then? But also, if you think about it, like remember the highest paid—I don't think he is still—but the highest paid YouTuber was a kid that opened toys. Mm-hmm. Um. And so there's educational stuff, of course, for kids to see on these different platforms and stuff like that. But in this day and age, I just worry about the impact it'll have on our, on our child, (laughs) the impact you have on our child. And like, the bullying about it you hear that all the time because back in our day when you got bullied it was only at school not that it was okay but maybe it ended at school you can go home now with social media it's following you it goes home with you it goes home with you it's in your house people are commenting under whatever post this bully is saying or or doing so it's way bigger and it's like how do you control that like when do you think you'll allow will allow alani to be on social media uh like have her own account like i think she'll be able to watch youtube and stuff before that but like have her own account
0: i was trying to create her account now why so that we can own it
1: oh that's us though but i mean like for her to have like do her own thing yeah she should have her own account but her doing her own thing i don't know i have no idea i didn't even think about you didn't think that far i'm not thinking that far i don't know 14 that's way too old I think <laughs> for if you could let your 14 year old child last to i mean to 14 without social media that's great i, have I don't idea. know that I, that's uh if you have kids reasonable. my question
0: for you guys if you have kids right now or you're you you have kids they're up age, age yeah what is the appropriate age to allow them to have a social media account so that we can figure this out cuz i have, have no Roblox,
1: idea I have no idea
0: things. what age do you cuz uh our friend uh g he has social media right
1: well, he, he has can, Roblox and he has TikTok. Yeah. So, so he's yeah, able he's to go on media. social
0: media. He's not 14, so. No, he's
1: not 14. He so, just turned eight, nine. Yeah. So yeah. it's like,
0: what's the appropriate age to give you? See, so you give your
1: kid a cell phone at what, five, six now? I'm not saying that you do, but some kids have cell phones at six. They know how to operate it. The so way that I'm of for a phone, she'll be out of the game. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately.
0: Be. So I have no idea um, what that means for us. <laughs> I am happy when I was getting out of college, that's when social media started becoming prevalent. Yeah. I think Twitter was 2008-2009. That was when I graduated. And I remember being on the cusp of Twitter while I was graduating. Like we were still doing programs at that same that last year. And I remember distinctively being in a program, and people were talking about the program while we're in it.
1: <laughs> I was like,
0: "No way!" This what is, happening. is this? <laughs> the good, bad, aggressive, good, <laughs> bad, indifferent. I'm like, "No way!" I was so happy that Twitter wasn't really that big then. Yeah, but I was, I was, I'm still baffled. This is because <laughs> you wonder how it's working now for people. I am this is this. I have no. I am so happy that that I was not around. Wow, this was where Puming, it is today. When, where it is today? Instagram wasn't then. Twitter sort of was like the only thing. Facebook was now in colleges, but yeah. people talking about you while people talking about you in your face while you're still on stage, behind your back, in front of your face. Yeah. If, if that makes behind sense. Behind your back, in front of your face. If that makes sense. So yeah. going back to Alani, I, I'm i just, I'm worried. I, I really don't know how the impact of social media will be, especially as yeah. we get further. Now we talk about virtual reality yeah. social media where you're in these. I
1: was going to say, I don't think there's a big enough. Uh, what's the word, span that they can do research and say this is that exact impact that we've noticed. Because we, like I said, if we just started, so social media has been 15, 20 years now. So I don't know when the research has started or what's happening, but to I would know. say 15 strong. 15 strong years to know exactly this is the impact that we've seen. I mean, I worry about our thumbs with social media. We have MySpace. Like, oh MySpace was oh, before.
0: MySpace, yeah, my was, was was before, MySpace we
1: had before. Yeah, MySpace. We MySpace. So MySpace
0: Oh, was that was the beginning? That was the beginning of friends breaking up too. So what?
1: So, oh, cause so you had to do top ten, top ten, top eight,
0: <laughs> and it was always changing. Yeah, I was moving you around. I think. And Why
1: was I in your my face?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> maybe you were. Maybe you weren't. I don't know. But we've seen the impact that it could have on people. Mm-hmm. I think fortunately enough for us, we're older millennials too.
1: Actually, wouldn't what wouldn't what um ASL be social media AOL the um AOL that? Chat, chat rooms? rooms. Yeah, that was social media too. Yeah, that, that's all. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, so 20 further years. back, further back. It, it's it's just different variations of it as you grow older. The think, video part of it makes it
0: different. I think having it at the palm of your hand was really when it started getting like uh, BlackBerry when they yeah, yeah. so you could bring your Ava iPhone. on the road with you, so mm-hmm. you could talk about people on your Facebook stats <laughs> while you're in front of them behind them. So I'm I'm worried about how social media is going to impact these future generations because we were just talking about this like. People are bragging about getting, blocking people on social. Oh, I'm blocked by such and such. And I'm like, you got to be a certain type of person to be excited about getting blocked by people on social media (laughs) who probably have no idea that you exist. You got to be a different type of person to be bragging about that type of stuff. Me, I'm like, I got millions to make. I got families to impact. I got my own family to worry about. I got my wife and kids. And I'm worried about people on social media. I'm bragging about people blocking me on social media. I'm like, that's, I would say corny behavior <laughs> and, and oh I, well social media is a whole and mm-hmm. i remember back in the day when it reminds me of this like i remember back in the day if i was playing my video games too much my mom would be like go outside and i would go outside and i forget all about the video games i would mm-hmm. not come back in until midnight <laughs> so I'm, i forgot how fun outside was i don't know if kids going outside today so i'm days. like the people today don't know what outside is so all they know is this social media was in front of them
1: yeah I'm sure so worried about thumbs. Like, how is that going <laughs> to No, they said that over time. You don't know what will happen to our thumbs. And <laughs> No, bringing it back to Alani, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what age we'll give a phone. I don't know what age we'll do social media. But if you think about it, with the job that we have with social media and as entrepreneurs, we constantly have the phone in her face. So then how do you then go on the side and say, like, no, you can't have it, though, even though we constantly have it in her face recording her, I think the same, posting her, that type of stuff. I think the
0: same way you don't eat green beans and you tell her she got to eat green peas.
1: Don't be putting my business out there. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, you don't eat green beans. Why do I have to eat green beans? Because Daddy eats it. Next. <laughs> it's good for you. Do as I say, not as I do. Oh, I'm a big believer in that. It's good for you. But um, I think we spoke through all the topics we had. You know when we write things down, it's good we are on fire. Um, we spoke through all the topics that we had in regards to
0: So we'll do a, yeah. we'll do a recap. So automating tasks on social media so you're not so you're not constantly scrolling, scrolling on social media. Oh, we didn't media.
1: mention that. Ways to combat it. Yeah,
0: go Yeah, ahead. so automating tasks. So you're not constantly in front of your phone. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we said using a timer on the phone as well.
1: Yeah, your iPhone allows you to put a timer on app. I don't know if it's every app, but I know it does it for Instagram to say, like, if I only want to spend 30 minutes a day on Instagram, it would alert you, like, okay, you've hit your 30 minutes. You'll go get off of it and keep it moving. So that's a way to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. if you don't just, like, if you can't just put it down by yourself. So,
0: yeah. Knowing how and when to disconnect. What does disconnecting look like for you? Right. Like I said, before bed, I try not to be on social media right before I go to bed. So it's not the last thing I'm thinking about.
1: Sitting at the dinner table. We Sitting don't at the allow dinner phones.
0: table. Being intentional about being away from your phone, too, would probably be a huge one for us. Definitely. At least dinner. That's the one time a day we say, all right, phone's down.
1: Or just or the table. Yeah. Breakfast, I don't need the phone there. Like, ain't nobody dying, thankfully. So they could wait till even as you eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that was mostly the recap right there. No, that's not the recap. Those are just strategies that you can use. But... We don't got to recap everything we said. Did you want to? No, we're okay. good. Okay. <laughs> but so once again, thank you for tuning in this week. We ask that you continue to share, comment, subscribe, like. We are growing on YouTube. So thank you. Thank you so much. We had a, a, a look back at our goals and we had a goal of hitting 2,000 subscribers before the year's over and we hit it. Mm-hmm. We hit it. So thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, we started the year at like 760. So Being intentional. For us to, yeah. For us As to we talk that. about
0: social media and the cons of it. We the tell cons you, of we're it. We're telling you to go follow us on YouTube. We're
1: telling you to subscribe. I mean, yeah, we're not saying stay away from it. Just being mindful of things, I think, makes a difference for you. Following people
0: who impact your lives in a positive way, whether it makes you feel good. If you follow people who work out, even like you said, lady that you like their clothes, like that makes you feel good. Seeing people's clothes, it gives you ideas, it gives you inspiration. I think that's the biggest part about social media that we have to be cognizant of utilizing the inspiration behind it. um, And being mindful of the dangers behind it. We lost an excellent Mm -hmm. talent over, you know, uh, senseless, senseless violence. And, and part of it being social media and just knowing locations and things like that. We've lost mm-hmm. numerous talents over mm-hmm. locations and social media. So mm-hmm. following inspiration, With being the mindful.
1: is the killer, but yeah. if we can be Follow, able to see if, for Following
0: example. inspirational um, people who, who, who guide you, who lead you, who, things that make, people that make you think. That would be the biggest takeaway, I would say. And just being cautious of how it could impact you psychologically, physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. So, appreciate you guys being here. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Hard Dog Hustle Podcast. We are here every Tuesday, 7 7 a.m. Central, Central, 8 Mm a.m. Central. Depends Mm on how the algorithm works. (laughs) But uh, we are here every Tuesday. We appreciate you guys tuning in to our podcast um, and just showing love. So, appreciate you guys. Peace. Bye. Yo, yo, what's going on, guys? Melanin Money is an official sponsor of the Hard Dog Hustle Podcast.
1: They are the number one brand helping people of color build their first one million in net worth.
0: You can tap into their weekly podcast, the Melanin Money Show, and their financial education
1: community, the Melanin Millionaires Club. To learn more about their movement and to purchase these dope shirts we're wearing, visit melaninmoney.com slash join. And use our code HUSTLE for 15% off today. We'll
0: see you on the other side. Peace. This has been an episode of the Heartzog Hustle Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform. And follow Anthony and Janilka on Instagram at That's TheHartrimony. That's T H E H A R T R I M O N Y. Keep hustling, baby. Keep hustling, baby. Get that money. Get that money.